Shut up and sit down. All right, welcome back to When the Wind Blows. This is an epic podcast for parents, teachers, leaders, anyone vested in the world of education. And so if you've been a long-time listener, uh, you know that traditionally I will come on and uh, have a co-host on and we'll ramble and talk and, you know, yada, yada, yada episode. Uh, but every once in a while, I'll have these long um, self-rambles. And uh, as we're shifting from the prepping of school to now, we are doing school. I just kind of thought it would be important to address the culture we set around school, uh, around education, around um, our teams, and around our class rosters, and and then around the home, because a lot of what we do here, a lot of what you do here is in your home. Um, I've got one kid who sits at the kitchen table in my house and another kid who sits in her bedroom doing her schoolwork. And, and so then what is the culture that we are setting for school for them? And so I thought it would be important uh, now that we've got a couple of days under our belt to address um, how to set the tone for your school year. And so I saw a lecture this week, and the lecture they were talking about hedge funds and stocks and letting your money make money, and I really kind of couldn't pay attention beyond that because the things that the guy was saying, he he said a few things that I thought, oh my gosh, this is my next podcast. Like I have to, I have to turn in and um, and give you guys this this nugget of information that has nothing to do with hedge funds and stocks and securities and bonds, but um, but maybe someday we'll get into that that topic. Um, the one. The one thing he said was uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And, and I've seen it. I've heard it. I mean, who hasn't heard that quote? Um, but then he went a little further and he said that he thought that culture was strategy applied. And I thought, whoa. Uh, you know, a lot of times we think that our culture has... Um, kind of unintentionally happened by by our surroundings and circumstances and and upbringings but I it got me thinking like oh I could very strategically put some culture in place and and then I started thinking well we kind of do that you know in in brick and mortar schools for sure I've been a part of it um, but what is the culture that we set here and and I know we've got the gamification that we've talked about with the epic up to level up and and stuff like that. But what is the culture you're setting for this school year? And so that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to be able to drop just a few things in your lap um, so that you could maybe set the tone, uh, not just in your home families and students, but uh, teachers for your class roster and um and principals for your teacher rosters and, and all leaders across Oklahoma. I know there are several other entities that have started paying attention to this podcast. Um, thank you for that. But setting the tone by strategically applying what you want to apply to create culture. So the first one is start with a mission statement. At Epic, 
our mission statement is to fulfill each and every student's individual possibility sorry, potential, by personalizing an education plan that focuses on school and family partnership uh, to achieve optimal student performance. That's the goal we try to set each and every day. So families, if you see that personalized education isn't coming into place, uh, where we're not focusing on your child's potential, your child's growth, your child's optimal performance, let us know. Email your teacher. Have conversations with your principals. Send me messages. I, I require um, feedback. Uh, you you know it and you give it regularly and I thank you for it. But but tell me what you see is going on and, and we can talk about that too. But starting with a mission statement really will set the tone. And so what's your mission statement at home? What's your mission statement for the team you lead? Um you know, the, the, the whole has a mission statement, but that doesn't mean that we can't create a mission statement individually or for the family that, that goes along with the overall mission. And so think about, is it going to be aspirational or inspirational? Does it require explaining to the family, to the students, to the team? Does it help everyone help everyone else? And so as you're setting that mission statement, you can start with epics and, and create your own around it, but write it down. What are the core values of that mission statement that you're going to make sure in all ways you're, you're circling back to those core values? And some people don't need to rewrite or change their mission statement. They just need to start living it out. And so you, you could even take the epic mission statement and bring it home. How am I going to differentiate Sally's lessons from Johnny's lessons? You know, they're, they're two different kids and, um, we need to make sure we're teaching both of them, um, you know, in ways that will interest both of them. The interests I have are definitely not the same as the different, as the interests you have. So, um, Creating school and content and excitement around those interests is definitely uh, something that you can you can do. The next one is honor the history. Um, you know, unless you're in pre-K and or this is your first year to um, to do school in your home, uh, it, it it might be a little different for you because there's not a whole lot of history maybe already set, but. If you've done this in the past, if you've, uh, or if you're a returning student, or you um, have even gone from actually, I'm thinking of you, brand new kiddos, um, gone from fifth grade to now you're a sixth grader in Epic. You you've done all elementary in the the neighborhood school up the street, but now you're here. You can honor the the history of your education by remembering what did I love, what did I not love about school that I'm doing it here now and and then live that out take that history and reform your future based on it on, on what you liked and what you didn't like for those of you who've done this I mean we're in our 11th year um with epic both of my kids have been here since the first year and um and so each year and this is our first year to do a new curriculum we're doing uh, edgenuity this year and um 
for us, we're, we're thinking like, okay, what did we like last year? <laughs> what didn't we like going forward this year? And one of the things I had done for the kids last year was I created a whole bunch of content. I curated uh, workbooks and novel studies and lessons. And, and we did, uh, we watched lectures and, and all kinds of things to get their schoolwork. But I, I noticed that my oldest, um, when she came to me this year, she, she said, you know, I just really want to know how I'm doing and where I'm doing. And there was no end goal when you were creating the content. And I thought, wow, okay. Um, I, I didn't, I, I would create uh, a month at a time of the schoolwork based on standards. Um, and so she never really saw an end goal. And so, uh, she really wants to go through, some of the curriculum this year. Uh, that was the other thing. She was an eighth grader last year, and um, we gave her one high school course just so she could kind of get a feel for what that would feel like. And wow, sorry about all the feeling there. But um, she didn't feel prepared to work through that high school course in the curriculum because of how, how I'd kind of willy-nilly'd her, her schoolwork together in the past. She did great. But one of the things she said was, Mom, I'd really like to do a little more of this. It feels like, you know, a textbook and working through it. And I just thought, wow, I thought I was, you know, sparing you, but it turns out this is what you want. So we are going to honor the history we've set in the past, but we're going to move forward and take from the history the things we, we liked and didn't like, and we're going to put them into the school year. Um, the, the next thing you can do is, um, definitely you've got to invest in each individual kid. And on this, um, I'm talking to teachers and principals, but parents, um, also, you know, you've got, you may have several kiddos in your family, like I just talked about, and Sally and Johnny have different interests play to both of their interests. Don't um, treat both of them the same. I've got uh, two girls here, Tatum and Jolene, and gosh, they are so completely different. Now they've got some of the things that, that keep them in line together. Um, one of the things uh, we'll be using this year is their TikTok accounts to create content and, and push content out there. And they definitely don't want to use their own TikTok, so they're creating a TikTok for me. Uh, they don't want their followers to go down when they see content standards coming into play. But but they'll create it through my TikTok, and uh, we will <laughs> we will share. So one of the things they're doing is is they love TikTok dances and and um, being jokesters and practical jokesters. So we're gonna find a way to incorporate that into this school year, but that's an individual interest. Not everybody is going to like that. Um, so we're, we're definitely trying to do things that are, um, uh, for the individual, but definitely, definitely for the overall good here. Um, another thing I thought that would create a culture in your environment, um, is frequently having fun. It is so, so important to let fun be a part of your school day. And um, uh, we're a part of a co-op, and there are frequently days that uh, the co-op comes together and we're, we're doing schoolwork, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's break time. Everybody goes outside, and the wind is just right, and the, the kids are all playing, and maybe there's a fierce game of tag happening. And the the, the teachers and the, the parents agree, hey, let's let them do this a little bit longer. There are so few days where kids are actually just having 
fun, like and and energetic, super unapologetic, unconstructed fun. And so if we find that there's a perfect moment of amazing weather and and fun happening, we'll say, you know what, this break is 20 minutes longer. Or you know what? We're not coming back to school until the first person fusses during the game. And then we'll, you know, come back. Um, but but taking time to have fun is huge. You're making memories in that. You're you're not just all about the 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 standard. So one of the things we do here in the house is um, we'll play. We love Yahtzee. Well, I love Yahtzee. The kids have realized it's a math game pretty quickly now that they're uh, middle school and high school kids. But during elementary, we would play Yahtzee. And the loser would have to do something just wackadoodle around here. Um, and so, uh, I, there, okay, wackadoodle. There was a time when the loser had to treat the winner um, as if they were the winner's number one fan. And all day, for, for anywhere we went, Reesers, um, you know, Payless, Shoe Store, up the street, uh, where we were when that person came into our presence, we would, you know, Whoa, oh my gosh, this is, this is Jolene. Or, you know, so um, we would have some wacky fun. And you could do that with schoolwork. All right. The, the first person who um, does all their schoolwork today, no resets on quizzes, whatever, um, gets to win and the winner picks the consequence for the loser. Uh, It's um, fun and lighthearted and just another way to create fun experiences around that schoolwork. Um, The last last piece is huge and maybe, excuse my allergies, uh, a little less at home, but more for um, the, the teacher roster and families uh, pay attention, especially if your teacher is new to you this year or, um, principal, if you, if you've got new teachers, uh, teams that are, that are huge, trust doesn't transfer. All right. And, and that's, that's just a life lesson right there too. Like trust doesn't transfer. If I go from one school to the next, the, the safety I had in that school or maybe the unsafety I had in that school does not transfer. You know what does transfer? Untrust. And you're always going to be skeptical moving forward. But trust doesn't transfer. You've got to take time to get to know a kid before you can just push, push, push. You've got to get take time to get to know a teacher before you can just push, push, push. I've, I had the first year I was a, a principal uh, here at Epic. I had this team. We built such an amazing relationship. They were the beehive because they named themselves and I didn't want my name, my last name to be a part of it. So they used the bee and then they were the beehive and and it was so fun. They were busy bees and worker bees and I was a queen bee. I mean, it was just, we, we created a lot of fun. There were t-shirts, you know, all kinds of stuff. Well, then the next year, um, I, I had some teachers move to different rosters and I had new teachers placed on my roster and I tried to carry that momentum and guess what when when half of your team is new and they don't get the inside jokes and they don't have the t-shirts and you got to start over you got to start from scratch that trust from their previous team didn't transfer into my team and and I couldn't have the trust that I had with my previous team with all these new people immediately. I mean, 
we built um, we built up from the ground what we wanted to do and what we wanted to achieve. And so you, you have to start over. If, if one new team member comes on your team, you have to surround and love that team member and build them up to, to come along with you or start from scratch, you know, get away from the beehive and call it a new name and then start from the beginning. You've got to build trust. Trust doesn't transfer. It's one of those things that's gained in drops and lost in buckets. And so um, don't let a previous relationship or a previous uh, mindset cloud how you move forward here. All right, so that's it. It's just a rambling, uh, just a few thoughts I wrote down while not listening to another lecture. Hopefully um, somebody can catch me up on what I missed on that other lecture. But I just I just kept thinking like, about you guys um, and and what we could do for this year if we really right now just set that tone, and and we do that by creating that mission statement, knowing how things went in the past, keeping the the good nuggets and tossing out the bad and starting fresh, and then building trust together. Um, this year has the potential to be one of the most phenomenal years around. I mean, there's so much change happening. We can embrace that and, and, and you know, storm the gates with, uh, storm the castle with this, this newfound um, enthusiasm, or we could be really skeptical and say, you know what, I'm not sure about all this change. Uh, I, I don't, I, you know, we, we could live in fear and, and, um, disgust of it, and it will cloud our our days, our our school years as well. So, um, just setting the tone right now. You know, this it's the fifth school day of the year, and taking today, uh, starting fresh. Let your kids be a part of that mission statement. Let your kids tell you what they love and don't love about school. Of course, they're not going to love everything. I mean, who wants to to go to work or to learn? But my again, my kiddos, and you you've heard this a million times, they they want to be doctors someday. And so everything we do here is is building towards gaining all the knowledge we can gain, especially in science and math, whenever we are doing our day. And so, um, gosh, the other day, uh, my youngest starts getting tears in her eyes, and she just doesn't get it. And I'm thinking, gosh, we're on the fourth day of school. This was last Friday. We're on the fourth day of school and we've already got tears this year. Um, you know, I've got a responsibility here so that, and, and again, she can change her goal. She's 11 years old. I, I don't, if she wants to become an astronaut, um, or, or, um, uh, oh my gosh, the word, a, a cosmetologist, that's totally fine. And, and we'll shift our goals then. But while she's following Dr. Pimple Popper and the the real, um, I can't remember his name, but she she follows these surgeons on TV and uh, and on TikTok, and and is just enamored with being able to do that later in life. It as long as that's her goal, we're going to try to create mini goals that get her to that. And right now that's learning all the things. And so we just change our mind whenever that comes around. Hey, you can't, you can't get, um, sad or shut down when you have to know all the things. And, and that's her little tick. I know that like, I'm all I have to do is say, we've got to learn all the things. And she, she changes her mind. You know, what's hard in the moment 
ends up, she ends up backing up, looking at the overall picture and then moving forward. And, and I don't know why that little phrase does it, but that's what it is. So, um, figuring out all those little ticks and tricks, um, to, to help make this school year go the way you want it to go for your family, for your students, for your teachers, for your team. Um, these five things I think will help tremendously. Uh, okay. That is way too much rambling. Thanks for sticking around for this whole time because you, I mean, who knows what I just said, but, um, I hope you guys have an amazing week and tune in next week where we're rethinking how leadership and education can better prepare the next generation for a rapidly evolving world.